0: All right, KISS Army. Welcome to the KISS FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today and think it's into your head. I hope you don't do any damage. This is a KISS-related podcast by
1: the Lord for the board.
2: We hope that you enjoy
0: 189 of the Kiss FAQ podcast. I'm your host, Jillian Gill, admin on the KISS FAQ message board, and I'm joined today by 69th Blizzard Ken. Hello. And St. Louis Kiss Lonnie. And I see the St. Louis Cardinals have the same odds on making it to the World Series as the San Francisco Giants, which (laughs) are not good. Not good at all. (laughs) Since, you, since you're wearing that hat and I was just reading the article on the odds, there we go. So this is actually a KISS podcast, so we won't have an Englishman talking about baseball. Yeah, there we go. All right, let's do some news. Paul Stanley with a W. I think you're in trouble, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I I think he's going to go after him. I don't think he's just going to let that go. It doesn't sound like for what though? That's the whole point. I mean, it's a parody. You know. It is. I mean, it's like the God <laughs> Facebook account. Everyone knows it's not really God, but they find it entertaining anyway. So, Whatever. He's in big trouble. He's in capital <laughs> big letters. Guy. He's big. Knock on his door. So, yeah. Um. I've always found it hilarious. I mean, it's like reading The Onion, only Kiss-related. But there you go. I think Paul maybe doesn't quite realize what it is. No one is actually impersonating you, Paul. They are satirizing you, which I don't know what's worse, actually, when you come to think about it. So, There's accounts like that for
2: all kinds of celebrities, and it's all tongue-in-cheek. Yep, But Paul doesn't realize it, I guess.
0: You know, go hat shopping. Make yourself happy. Yourself <laughs> there you go. All right. W- what else do we got going on? Um, I guess the elephant in the room at the moment is, yes, there have been more vault cancellations, and it is what it is. Again, we've said it repeatedly on other mm-hmm. episodes. Going to say it again today. If you're on the fence, or you were on the fence, and you didn't purchase a vault experience, well, duh, it's not surprising if they didn't get enough sales. And, ha- and were forced to cancel it as a result. We don't know that that is actually the case. Let's make that very clear. Right. No one knows why these have been canceled. They have used the euphemism scheduling issues. Personal. Which, yeah, and the one in New Haven said because the Gene Simmons ban show had been postponed, we're, yeah. <laughs> you know doing the same with the vault. So we do not know. We do not have any inside information. Uh, very few people will have any accurate inside information other than those, you know, Uh, Connected with Rhino and Jean and even then maybe they don't have the exact information. Whatever the case uh, again, you know When we talk about things like Ross Radley's magic book It's a get off the fence and get in and do it Otherwise don't complain if it doesn't come to fruition because you dithered and facilitated Not being able to decide whether you're gonna do it. That's what happened. I, I would think with the vault And uh, that is an assumption, which I may be making an ass Mm -hmm. out of myself. I can live with that. Um, But, you know, again, don't wait for magic to come out before getting an order in, because unless it gets the money in to pay for all the photo licensing in order to go into print, it doesn't happen. So it's the same as the vault in that kind of circumstance. And as of this morning, anyway, Ross had posted a uh, update of where he's at. And congratulations so far. It's doing very well it's motoring along. It's done far exceeded what it did in 2015. So it, it looks very positive. So I'm excited. And I'm not just, you know, he, he didn't pay me to say that. I'm actually excited about anything that he's going to correct that we took as fact previously that he now has evidence to the contrary. Correct. That's why it's yeah. going to be a page turner for me. I'm interested in that sort of shit. So all right. We're going to do some random shit today. Some topics that you guys want to talk about. So Ken, why don't you lead us into what you want to talk about today?
3: Oh, you can start with me, eh? <laughs> I,
0: well, you know, I've just, monolog- <laughs> no, I've right. just monologued for four That's, minutes. I can keep, talking. I could keep well, going, but people might, you know, start throwing it's okay. shit at their there's screen. A,
3: yeah. There, <laughs> there was a couple of posts on the on the board uh, I thought were, I don't know if they're that interesting, but uh, there were polls and uh, one of them, there's two of them, um, One of them was, uh, would you support a Gene and Ace lineup? That's one of them, and uh, you know I thought about that, and I thought, yeah, I would support a Gene and Ace lineup. But it doesn't mean then who are the other two people uh, as part of the lineup? Is it is it Tommy and and Eric Singer, Uh, or is it just some? New band with Gene and Ace and two other guys that they they get in there, um, but right now there's like eighty three percent say yes as a support for a, a Gene and Ace lineup. What do you what do you think, or do you care,
2: Bonnie? I think it'd be an interesting version. Could you say could you say version of Kiss?
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: You know, I guess it's two original members. I guess you can still call it Kiss.
3: Um, that's what they got now. Two, two original. That's members. what you have
2: now. Yeah. So why not? Yeah. Ace and Gene say Paul hangs it up, and Gene says I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy you out, and we're gonna keep going and call it Kiss with a with him and Ace, and maybe he gets Brent Fitz from his solo band to play drums and find someone else to play Paul Stanley. I'd support it. I think it'd be. I think it'd be interesting. I think it would be you know, very intriguing to hear what that collaboration could, would come up with. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you could have Gene sing a lot of songs. You could have Ace sing a lot of songs. You could have the replacement Paul Stanley sing the songs needed for a Paul Stanley to sing. I think it could be fun. I, I think I'd support it, and I, I think it'd be an interesting twist moving forward if, if that were to occur.
0: Right. I I feel obligated to, uh, I think probably say something that uh, people would not expect a 1980s Kiss fan to say, and that's no. Um, I think you could probably do Kiss featuring Gene Simmons and Ace Frehley and whoever the other two are, whether it's you know Tommy and Eric or Brent and buckethead or whatever you know it 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 wouldn't matter a damn as long as it makes it clear that it is featuring not paul stanley to be honest because he's hold it what
3: what was that anyway hold it um because it's called north city (laughs) 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 oh man um so featuring okay gene and ace so why why didn't they do that when you know uh, Tommy and and Eric
0: K I S S Kiss is Simmons and Stanley? So, uh...
3: but but people are coming to the the show thinking that all the originals. A lot of times they think the originals. All, it's all the for oh, sure.
0: yeah. For for the first, I few know years, they do. Yeah, for the first oh, few definitely. years, and still to this day, it is absolutely the case where you go to a Kiss concert. I've heard it up till last year, uh, my last show um, in Reno. People, oh Ace was great tonight. Uh, <laughs> yeah, why yeah. didn't <laughs> Peter sing back? You yeah, know, yeah, you know, <laughs> it, it it it, it does happen. Like that, However, yeah. you know, Kiss themselves have never done anything to kind of um deliberately pull the wool over people's eyes they have always shouted out tommy thayer on stage going back to 2003 okay. they said tommy on stage they never tried to hide it they just figured that no one was actually paying attention to any of the names anyway you know they saw the spaceman up there and hey tommy uh you know like something on the east coast um so i i think they they didn't try and hide it they just started you know, starting referring to Star Childs and whatnots a little bit more, especially in merchandising. The heads got bigger on the bobbleheads for Ace. Um, you know, so wow. It, oh, it, you know, again, this is this is not an anti-Tommy or anti-Eric because yeah. I respect and I really like both those guys, especially Eric. I mean, Eric's fantastic as a person. He's hilarious. He's extremely talented. The his body of work speaks for itself. You know, but. Peter Chris, and Ace did sell their partnerships in the business of KISS. Therefore, they had nothing to ultimately bitch and moan about. And Gene and Paul certainly weren't going to draw any more attention to it than they absolutely had to. So getting back to what we're actually talking about, rather than rehashing the last 15, we're relitigating what has been over-litigated. When I talk about KISS featuring... Gene and ace I assume that Paul were he to Decide to wear a bathrobe or his painters overalls on a full-time basis would not sell out his partnership that he would still accept Expect the checks to be coming in because it is his band. He has been an equal partner for the full 40 X years and just because you know we're it to be ace, Ace, I'm sure would be coming in on a very good salary. He would not be back in as this 25% member or whatever. I doubt they would cut him any percentage. They might throw him a bone and, you know, say, you know, your here's 15% worth, you know, just because I doubt it. I think they would just give him an extremely good salary um, yeah. and, therefore, so and therefore make it clear in the billing that it is a kiss without Paul and without makeup as well, because at that point it just would become stupid. Uh, if they wanted to have a guest vocalist, look at the, the Keillick brothers. You know, Bruce and Bob, you've got Todd, fantastic freaking singer, doing something right. like that. If they were, you know, going to go out there, I would say keep Eric and Tommy. If Tommy wanted to do it, fine. Mm-hmm. You know, if he wanted to play second fiddle to Ace, you know, then why not? Eric mm-hmm. has no reason to be replaced by Brent. Um uh, just no reason whatsoever so that's mm-hmm. why i'm kind of saying just to differentiate it from kiss and capital flashing lights kiss featuring is right. maybe i'm trying to be too smart and politically correct maybe <laughs> i'm trying to straddle the, that two sides of the highway i'm gonna get end end up getting hit by traffic in both directions that's just the way it goes but that's kind of how i i think it would be acceptable for me i
2: get it i get i understand your perspective and but you know when ace fairly left the band and there were there are a lot of hardcore Ace Fraley fans out there, obviously, if you read the message board, But they didn't say KISS not featuring Ace Fraley.
0: No. They still had him in the advertising <laughs> in some markets. They you know sure. Vinny did show up very rapidly by I think about January the thirteenth, thereish. Uh, he was on the on the ads, already had the whatever you want to call him these days, warrior on it. So it, it's not like they were hiding it, but he was gone. And they maybe they weren't sure if he was gone, gone at that point. So why would they? It's fair. Maybe there was hope. I mean, didn't they initially say maybe. that he was going to. They originally said on.
2: that, yeah, that, that Vinny's, that, that Ace is coming back. Maybe, maybe they were holding out hope that, Maybe this is just a temporary thing and we can persuade him to yeah,
0: come Yeah, like, like he was going to be a Glenn Tipton. Glenn on this current Firepower tour has been replaced, but he's managed to show up in a couple of places. Now, mm. admittedly, health yeah. issues like that are a whole different ball of wax than what was going on in 1982 with Ace and the band, but still, someone who had an issue to not be able to perform was showing up and maybe they had hoped that, you know, Ace will join us on stage, you know, and at this one show, he'll be there, and then Vinny will be sitting off, you know, knitting something, or writing us some more songs. You know, Vinny, you're on writing duty tonight. You're not writing duty tonight, not playing (laughs) duty. Just write us some songs. Write us some songs, and we'll play them. (laughs) Uh, And maybe maybe you could play tomorrow night when Ace is drunk.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> keep your costume clean you might need it tomorrow night
0: so okay where were you Lonnie
2: where was I <laughs>
0: <laughs> um
2: <laughs> I'm gonna, how about I just had something too would um damn it
3: I'm going to have to edit
0: this. I am not editing this. <laughs> everyone, Lonnie can't remember what he was going to say. So. I, I forgot what he was going to go with for his topic. Okay. So I, I might as well jump into my topic. Yeah, and, and it's not really so much a, a topic as just a commentary. And it comes mm-hmm. back to Gene and doing a little bit of what we just talked about. And that's the Gene Simmons solo band in Europe. Um, what was mm-hmm. it this past week? Doro Pesh joined the band on stage for mm-hmm. War Machine. I probably just stole his topic no but i just remembered it i'm writing it down <laughs> oh <Too> okay <laughs> <laughs> so you know what were you guys thoughts on that you know doro i loved i mean i had what triumphant agony way back when and uh i can't remember the name of the album before that but she's had strong kiss connections going back a very long time obviously gene produced her 1990 album self-titled solo album and gave her a bunch of songs um, like Mirage, uh, Something Wicked This Way Comes. And I think Tommy plays on it, Pat Reed. She did, like, um, only You, right? She did Only You. Unholy, yeah, and Un- Unholy Love mm-hmm. was the other one. So, um, She looks absolutely fantastic and still has the pipes. And singing a song like War Machine, I was very impressed bringing a female vo- <laughs> vocalization into that. It just kicked ass. Really fun. And the band, I mean, was just tight as hell nice to give the old man a night off from singing one of the songs as well so you guys checked out the videos there's a lot of it
2: i did i thought it was cool i thought it was a different it was a different twist and you know why not do something like that it, w- it was fun it wasn't for the whole show or anything like that it was just a different little twist a little special treat for the people in attendance and for people watching on youtube i thought it was cool i don't i don't have any problem with it at all i know some people thought that, well, that's stupid. Why would he do that? I thought it was cool.
0: Why not? Why not do something I'd cool ra- like that? I would rather he does that and then pulls up some of the toneless butt monkeys yeah! from the audience. Yeah, who for uh, sure. Number one, don't look like they should be on stage, and number two, definitely don't sound like they should be on stage. Yeah, it's fun. I know that. I, you know, It's a treat
1: for I mean, people in the audience. I mean,
0: good for you guys. I'm, I'm thrilled for you. Um, and again, I'm not jealous because I did have the opportunity, but I decided not to. But you know, I would much rather he does a guest spot like that. Yeah. If you think of what he did, was it in um, Sweden or Norway? I can't remember which. The drummer. Oh. <laughs> he, who came on for Christine 16 and I think Do You Love yeah. Me? Just, oh, yeah. You know, that sort of thing is just so freaking fun. And you can't do that in KISS. Or at least I don't yeah. think you should be doing that. I hate when they bring the kids up on stage um, during a KISS concert. I'm like, it's, a, it's a fucking KISS. Get off.
3: Yeah, yeah well i didn't i didn't see the video um surprisingly i mean i saw the links to it i saw pictures of, of them on stage but i haven't yet uh watched the videos but i think it's a cool thing to bring her up there and and have her you know sing with them. and yeah if he can do that with other artists or friends or you know if he's in a certain uh state or country where he knows somebody uh, that can you know join him for a song or two that'd be great i think that's makes it more you know spontaneous and enjoyable
2: yeah the foo fighters did that a couple of weeks ago actually guns and roses was in the same city they were and slash and Axel got up with them and sang it's so easy with the foo fighters a couple of weeks ago oh, interesting. You know, that's awesome i mean why not do something like that if you have friends or you know colleagues like that in the audience, it's a treat to the fans. I think I think it's great that changes did something like that.
0: Yeah, but the Foo Fighters are a completely different thing. I mean, they're fun. Sure. How much fun do you actually see Kiss having on stage? I mean, kind of dorky fun <laughs> like that, you know, kidding around. Not a no. whole lot. It's very no. much, you know, choreographed to the paint by numbers scheme. Yes.
3: Sure. Yeah, it is.
0: And plus you can't really be um, I guess... Mm-hmm. Off, no. off with pyro
2: i'm with you for kiss i think for gene yeah. solo i think it's great for kiss no i think it, it's it's more you're right it's more strategically planned out it's more of a, a production and doing something off the cuff like that doesn't necessarily work and that's why they don't change the set list night to night because it's it's too choreographed to to just throw stuff into like that
0: all right. So have you remembered what you wanted to talk about? I have
2: remembered what I want to talk oh, about. Good.
0: I think I think we better go there before it goes
2: before, again. Before, before it's gone. It's been a long week. Um, during the farewell tour, Paul talked about staying too long at the party. People would ask him questions, well, why now? And he would say, well, I don't want to be the guy that has stayed too long at the party. Let's go out now. So, my question is in 2018, approaching 2019, and rumors of a three year tour coming up being called the end of the road tour or something to that effect, has Kiss stayed too long at the party coming back after the farewell tour? And if so, when would have been the proper time to end it if you think they've stayed too long at this point? I
0: think the food on the table went moldy, they've stayed so long. <laughs> hindsight being 2020 mm-hmm. um, without a doubt they've stayed too long and we can only go back and look to when paul's voice issues first really cropping up 2008 and again someone posted a great topic on the board this week you know saying did paul's Paul po- uh, voice issues result from the Live to Win tour and having to sing a whole night set on his own and digging some stuff into that um, set that really stretched his vocals. Um, You know, I Still Love You, the stuff from his 78 album, Magic Touch, A Million to One, I mean, there's some pretty soaring stuff in there. Um, But getting back to, did Kiss stay at the party too late? Yeah, but you don't know that you're at the party too late until it's too late. So when should they have left? Well. When we go back and look at the years that followed, I think probably 2003, because then there was three quarters of them um, of the original lineup, Peter and and Tommy, obviously for the world domination. I thought they sounded great on that tour. The shows that I saw, they were excellent. They didn't look the greatest and Tommy hadn't kind of grown into his makeup yet, (laughs) but uh, for as sloppy as Ace had been in 2001, When I saw them on tour, which is a whole different thing again, from when Eric was in the band in Australia and Japan, and they were actually having fun again. Um, I thought 2003 was much better. 2004 was just a shitty tour. And as much as I liked all the rare shit coming into the, into the set, it was just like a dead audience. Tour and the uh, mm-hmm. what is it, Rock the Nation video actually makes me sick, physically sick because of the editing. It's the, it's the yeah. I mean, it should have. More, it should, I, I say it all the time. I should have a fucking warning on it. It's so I think well, the
2: symphony's worse.
0: Well, they're both. I mean, oh yeah, same yeah. person. So um, knowing that it was going to get bad after Live to Win, you dial it back to when it was most acceptable before. Then I guess. As much as I enjoyed the shows I went to in 2007, or was it, no, it was 2006, 2008, I forget, I can't fucking remember how many times I've seen them, so, um, all over the place. So, I'm going to say World Domination 2003, or they should have just made the farewell the fucking farewell.
3: So, you went to the, did you go to the 2004 Rock the Nation? Who? You, Uh, Julian.
0: Yeah, Yeah, went to Concord. Okay, yeah,
3: I was there too. Yeah,
0: all the um, way. All the way. Yeah, yeah you guys got all the way that night.
3: Well, that's when you met them the first time, right? The meeting. Second, okay. oh, second time. second okay. time.
0: Yeah, I did uh, meet and greets in 2003 mm-hmm. as well. Oh,
3: yeah. okay. Okay. Well, I don't know. I yeah, that, I think the, yeah, you're right. You're right that the crowd was kind of dead. Um, but where we were, you know, we were I don't know sixth row or something it was with my son, and uh, it was i mean i enjoyed the show i thought it was a great show i enjoyed it um, okay all right um so as far as staying too long maybe maybe beyond that i mean if you're talking kiss as a whole um maybe going beyond 2004 or, or something like that um uh i that one post you talked about um I think it's more directed as, at, I don't know if it's directed at KISS as, as staying too long. Or it was, I think it's more at Paul staying too long. Right. Um, and if he's, he says he's replaceable by whoever, then he he may have should have, you know, bound down and, and got a new guy to come in for him. Or maybe just do the whole 2.0 thing that they were going to try to do anyway. Um, but, yeah, I think it would have been nice for him to go out. I think I wrote that in a post. Go out on top. Um, you know. Unfortunately. Yeah. You think you can do it forever. Because you've been doing it. Um, but. I think the other thing is. The vocal the surgery. Uh, that they talked about too. Um, did it. Did it really help. Or did it help a little bit. And then long term. Is it worse that he got this. Vocal, whatever it is, I don't know, surgery or whatever they do. Um, maybe, I was thinking maybe his vocals would have been possibly better now had he not ever had his vocal cords touched. Um, but I don't know. I'm not a <laughs> vocal cord doctor. Yeah, and, and, and we also don't or, know
0: what Paul's issues are. And you know that that's very I much not not our, not our yeah. business. We don't know whether it is vocals. It's just yeah. strain. It's age. Whether botch surgery, not botch surgery, surgery with side effects. You know, you go into a doctor's office and you have something severely wrong with you. And they they may tell you, well, we can do this, but this may be a possible ramification of doing so. It may not be successful, or it may completely it may kill you. You know, you see those drugs commercials on TVs? Yeah. Some yeah. side effects may include death, nausea, vomiting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and yeah. your, your surgery may involve, you know, singing like a hamster, singing like a pit bull, gargling barbed wire. You, you just don't know what it's mm-hmm. going to be. But you, you, I guess when you're in a business like this, you're under an obligation to keep it going as long as you possibly can if you're not willing to step off the stage yet?
3: I mean, I would have been okay, actually, if they would have done the reunion tour and, and then, then called it quits at that point,
2: the reunion tour.
3: Yeah. After the reunion tour. Right. Really? And if they, if they said, okay, that's it. We're, you know, we're going to retire and do our, you know, whatever we want now, or solo stuff, or I'm going to go paint or do whatever. Um, i would have been okay i mean i like that kiss kept going but i think that would have been a cool way to go out on top you know the biggest grossing band uh live show of you know 96 97 um it would just add to the legend um you know would they do done a reunion too at that point then i don't know you know
0: I, I, I think without a doubt it would have eventually come to that if you recall there was a certain thing called a divorce that occurred to one of these band members immediately after the reunion tour with California community property rules in play um, kind of meant I, I would have thought that you, you, you all of a sudden lose a very large chunk of your retirement fund which I'm, I don't doubt the whole mm-hmm. object of cashing in in 1996 was the retirement fund. Because they, they didn't know if it was going to continue, whether it was going to be um, a one-year reunion, a one-show reunion, or or whatever. So, you <laughs> yeah, know, I, yeah. I kind of feel once that happened, it, it was kind of a, a no-brainer to keep going.
3: Because of mm-hmm. the money flowing in. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, once they saw how much money there was
3: again. <laughs> Which they were making a lot, yeah. Okay.
2: You know, I think about it, and... I think we're all in agreement that, looking back, yeah, you've stayed too long at the party, and and when you do stay long, too long at the party, you you're you lack self awareness to understand that yeah, I should have left a while ago. But I think they still sounded great in '03, I'm with you, Julian. That the, the show I saw in '03 with Peter on drums was really good, and Peter takes a lot of crap for. For that tour, people saying no, Peter was terrible on that tour. I thought Peter sounded better on that tour than he did on the farewell tour. Um, I thought he was in better shape. I thought um, he, he kept time better. I thought I thought Peter Schumann was excellent on that tour. I was happy he was there. And at the same time, I liked O4. I, I had no issues with O4. I know there's a there was a. De- I agree with with the dead audience categorization because people ar- people around me didn't know some of these songs. But I enjoyed it. I mean, for the for the hardcore Kiss fan like us, it was. I mean, people still talk. Hardcore Kiss fans still talk about Rock the Nation tour how they mix up the set list. Mm-hmm. You're playing Unholy instead of God of Thunder from the rafters, and oh, they brought back <laughs> they brought back Got the Shoes. They brought back Making Love. They brought back Love Her all God I gave can. rock and roll. Love Her All. Oh, again yeah. You know they're Nighttime playing World. Lots of good stuff. Sure. I mean they're they're playing. Tears are, they're, fall. tears are falling. They're playing movies. Watching all you. These you never know, and you knew. You know, if you're following the set list from night to night, you knew, like, what's the lot? Okay, here it is. Here comes here comes our song. What's going to be our rare song tonight, you know? And, and go into it, like, oh, you know, either you're disappointed or you're on cloud nine. I can't believe they're playing that. So mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed 04 very, very much so. And then I I saw Paul and Live to Win tour in 06, and I saw the hit and run tour and seven. I went up to Sault Ste. Marie and saw them. Oh, and that yeah. show was incredible. Absolutely incredible. I played all American man that night. They played hotter than hell. Come on and love me watching you. They were on, they were incredible that night. And then when I look back at that footage is the first sign I can see of Paul not being at the top of his game. And my brother and I thought that, well, maybe he had a cold that night. <laughs> so it was the first time we had even noticed it. Because I didn't notice. People say, well, yeah, you could tell in 04. You could tell him. I couldn't tell in 04. Maybe I don't have as good a ear as somebody else does. But I look at that 04 stuff or I listen to that 04 stuff. I still think he sounds great. And Live to Win tour, you watch that that Live to Win DVD. He sounds incredible on that. Absolutely incredible on that. Um, but 07 was the first time I had noticed it. Hmm but I didn't think anything of it because Paul Sandler's never sounded like that before, at least in my presence, you know, he must've, you know, they haven't played a show in, in a while, whatever. But then when they came back in 08 with the Alive 35 and they did those first few shows in Australia and then they did Europe, there was a parent, it was apparent then that well, something's changed, something's going on, something's not the same. So, if I had to revise history and say, yeah, I, am saying, yes, they've stayed too long at the party. When should they have called it? I would say in 07, maybe when, when things started, when things started going South, then maybe they should have said, you know what, let's end it while we can end it in good form. Still. I mean, we came back we did a couple tours, you know, made, made some money to, to make up for, for a, a divorce issue. And, and let's call it here in 07. Maybe do a farewell tour in 08. Maybe they didn't sound as good then, but we could still end it before things continued to progress going south. So that's my answer is 08.
0: Now, I think 2006, it became noticeable. I noticed it really a Paul show in San Francisco. I think it was uh, Hide Your Heart. Um, there, were, there was some straining that came. Oh, sorry, Ken.
3: This is bullshit
0: that show
3: was great. <laughs> I, I, I'm here, just just ignore that. I'll be, I'm will be i here, but I'm, I'll be back. Just keep going.
0: All right, so 2004, obviously, you did have you know a really changed up set list. I hate that tour so much just because Poison. I fucking hate Poison. There were Poison fans in that audience. Um, the meet and greet fortunately screwed up me having to tolerate Poison. I didn't hear the show because I was backstage doing the meet and greet. Um, for most of that set, ZO2 was at ours. And yeah, we had to as well, so that was much better, thank god. Um, 2006, again, 2005, they barely took, I think, they did two shows that year, and one was a, a corporate one. And that's kind of when those sorts of gigs start coming in. 2007, again, they're kind of the one, the hit and run tour. I mean, that says it all. Uh, but 2006, he was still putting shit like heavens on fire in the set, so mm. you know, he obviously didn't feel there was anything. You know, no reason to hang it up at that point in terms of his his voice. At, at least I, I wouldn't think so with that being there. So, you know, maybe 2007 is a better space. But then we never would have had Sonic Boom and Monster. And I know some of you are applauding, True. saying, yeah, damn it, I wish we never. No, I'm happy we got those albums. But uh, there you go. Weird. Ken? Something interesting. Just something different to think about.
2: Yeah. We do all these other
0: what-ifs. Yeah, I mean, KISS conversations are one giant what-if, aren't they, really? So, <laughs> Alright, well, let's get into... My other main topic kind of comes in as a result of a post on the FAQ this week, and it is, what the hell is going on with the KISS meet-and-greets? And there were people <coughs> reporting in from Madrid who basically said that... Uh, the meet and greet format had completely changed. They showed up at an allotted time, were told to come back hours later. There was no acoustic performance. There were no what was it no autographs? Um, it was just a quick photo with the band. And I don't know whether that was communicated. I don't have any email communications that you know say what they purchased. What I did do, uh, thanks to Andrew, was. Uh, you went on the way back machine and looked at the old VIP packages as they were listed on kiss online in January. That's the last time it was archived and in January you could either get the um, just the regular meet and greet package which was one premium reserved seat ticket or general admission ticket personal autograph uh, personal photograph and meet and greet with kiss exclusive VIP merchandise um, lamina's VIP host or you get the vip tour package which was um one premium reserved seat ticket or general admission ticket prior to your pri- priority early entry uh merchandise at Tor laminate and i'm just trying to figure out yeah that's the that's the new one now prior to that the meet and greet package was one premium reserved seat between rows one and five so they've gotten rid of any indication of guarantee. any guarantee that it's going to be in the top rows. Um, exclusive access to the pre-kiss sound check is gone which we, I, we talked about it last week. we talked about it before. It's probably done its course, though. I, I yeah, know we've that.
2: talked. It's probably a wise idea
0: to get rid of it. I, I know that people who haven't done it are going to be like, oh, well, go on YouTube. There's lots of video of that. Um, <laughs> a personal photograph with KISS, autograph session with KISS, two items per person, no instruments. That's completely gone. That is, is. A, That is a big deal to many fans who now feel that a lot of value has been taken out of the meet and greet. With the band, especially at the price, and I don't recall what the prices were for the VIPs. So, and, and and let's also say that you know Kiss may not be ready to announce it. Obviously, they're just in a little bit of a you know touring cycle. What was it five shows, if that? Right. Um, in a foreign market, um, so they may be tinkering around with these packages simply out of necessity as they prepare for next year there may be other reasons and again it's none of our business we're just commenting on appearances we're not making any official statement that can only come from kiss and kissonline.com so again we're just discussing it in terms of how it appears to have changed so um, you also get a used to get a hundred dollar merchandise voucher instead now they give you merchandise so you know, exclusive Kiss VIP merchandise, which means what's well, not selling in the store, we're putting in VIP bags. <laughs> there's, shit left, there's shit left over. You know, that that's what I would say. So, you know, the uh, the VIP the regular VIP tour package is just one P one reserved ticket. Well, P one, what does that mean? Um, right. That's what it used to be. Sorry, I, I got these ass backers They're looking at them. Kind so, of. Bad. Yeah. What's new, Mister Gill? Fucking idiot. It's
1: mm-hmm. um, sound like me. <laughs> Still love it loud? So do we. Rock and Pod returns to Nashville on Saturday, August 25th. Over 25 rock podcasts from all over North America recording on-site. Vinyl and memorabilia dealers selling the best in rock merchandise. And awesome rock musicians and personalities participating in signing sessions and on-stage panel discussions throughout the day. Special guests include current and former members of Corn, Kiss, Angel, Winger, Loudness, Accept, Bangtan. School of Rock Nashville and School of Rock Franklin, a DBG Productions event.
0: Okay, so let's get back to, I'm getting all these confused. So, you know, the current, just standard VIP ticket now is just one premium reserve Cedar ticket or one general admission ticket. That's very generic, very nonspecific. The old one was 1P1 reserve ticket. Okay, that makes it sound even better, but maybe it didn't. Um, Priority early entry exclusive KISS VIP merchandise and a tour laminate. That's your just bog standard VIP. Now, again, I've just mentioned the ticket, 40 bucks voucher to be used on KISS online store. (laughs) Okay, Hmm. Uh, uh, which was the old way. You could at least give that away to someone. You weren't just being given merchandise, you got to choose what you got and a commemorative tour laminate. So both of the packages appear to have changed. What are your guys thoughts on that? Would either of you have either of you done VIPs or been interested in doing VIPs and would you do them now knowing what they have changed from, say, the price was the same. And the last time I did the super duper one, it was twelve hundred and fifty bucks and I had a seat in front of a wall.
3: (laughs) (laughs) A a pillar, right?
0: No, the, the stage was over here and mm-hmm. my supposed front second row ticket uh second row that, seat was is that Reno? yeah was all the it way second- over here in front of the vertical curtains that were nowhere near the fucking stage and in front of the two rows was a fucking pit with like 15 rows of people standing so i could have actually gotten a pit ticket and been down having a great time but instead i paid 1250 for an exclusive ticket and uh had to kind of strain my neck over, it. but you know, enough of me. Um, all right, is that
2: funny to laugh at your misfortune? Yeah, it's that's, that's hilarious. It was still a great show. I don't,
3: I don't know about the you know, stuff too much, but uh, I probably will if they do come back around here uh, buy the the big one or whatever it is, the one with the meet and greet and all that stuff.
2: With no even without even without the autographs and everything like that. Even, awesome.
3: even without an autograph, okay. I will I'll do it um, just because I want to. <laughs> you know, um, it, it may be my last time. You know,
0: one last you know. time to say thank you or goodbye or up yours. Exactly.
3: exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I'm gonna do it. Um, okay. You know, yeah, it's it's kind of sucks that they they're not going to do the signature thing, I guess. Um, but you know, I have some signatures, and it's not the end of the world if I don't get another signature. So I'm going to still purchase it and for one last time.
0: Lonnie, yeah,
2: you know, I did it in 2004, 9 and 2010. And I haven't done one since ten. I one on the cruise in twelve, and you have to meet them on, you know, and make up on the cruise in twelve. You don't get autographs or anything like that. But I've done the backstage, I guess, three times or four times. I think I did it twice in eleven. Anyway, um, I don't, I, and I, I think the reason why I haven't done it since twenty ten is I think it kind of ran its course for me. As silly as silly as some people may think that sounds, that okay, you know, I've I've dropped a lot of cash to do this several times and you know, and, and, and got their autographs, got them, meet them, got my picture with the band. Um, but at the you know, to not get to me, I'm an autograph guy and, and that's been known on the show that I'm a big autograph guy. And if I'm not going to get the autograph, that, that takes a lot of air out of the balloon for me. If I don't get a couple Gene and a couple Paul autographs, if I'm dropping that kind of cash, the least we could do in my opinion is sign a couple things for him. So for me, I'd say, no, I, I wouldn't do it, with, especially with, with the package that Julian just read that they offered for Europe. No, I wouldn't do it. Um, that being said, my brother and I went to a show last weekend. We saw Rob Zanby and Marilyn Manson, and we were talking about Kiss a little bit in between the sets. And we were talking about how they're going to, you know, the rumor is supposed to tour. And he's like, you know, we got to get kick ass seats for that. One last time when they come through St. Louis, and I said, "Yeah, for sure. You know, we'll, we'll get kick-ass seats up front as close as we can get, but I, I don't. I'm not going to bring myself to pay for the for the meet and greet, especially with the package that they're offering. You know, it's it. You know, Ken said it, it wouldn't derail him from doing it. I'm saying it's going to derail me from doing it. Julian, you get the final word. I always get the final word. Um, yeah,
0: it's your show. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not my show. It's our show. Uh, sure. But I, I, I'm kind of a dominating voice uh, just from being the host. Um, Go freak. He really does put the screws up. And you can't, <laughs> I'm, I'm such an asshole. Um, okay, so I, I did backstage in 2001. Mm-hmm. Did the meet and greet in 2003, 2004. And then I didn't do it again until... Um, 2017. I tried in 2014. I tried to buy one at the, at the, uh, at the uh, ticket counter for the Vegas one. I was like, "Fuck! I got to do this again." I'm, I, I started mm-hmm. thinking that I'd really missed out on, um, experiencing the acoustic set. So I did it. I've just bought the uh, VIP for Def Leppard for the show in, uh, mm. in whenever it is in, in San Francisco. And one AT&T. of the things, yeah, one of or the things. That? That, at t Park.
3: Is it? Yeah.
0: Giants play. Yeah, I've, I've been there for years since I stopped going to baseball games since we sucked. Um, the Def Leopard package was 750 bucks, And what it makes clear is there are no autographs permitted during the meet and greet and photo op. It is just a photo. You will receive a autographed 8x10. You will re- yeah. um, receive a bag full of exclusive VIP merchandise. Um and you also get an onstage photo op with everyone else who's doing the VIP. Well, that's just like 2004. They did that during those meet and greets, and I've still got the photo from Concord. Um, and you get an opportunity to win side stage access for two songs during the set. I think that's you know something that KISS should be thinking about. KISS was an innovator with these meet and greets, and I, I think it was maybe mike who originally came up with some of the ideas that went around how it went together i don't remember the details it's going back so many years but i think to give him credit that he played a part in that but i think kiss also has given tremendous value to theirs to people paying for access by doing the acoustic sets by doing the signings but uh, 2004 they gave you pre-autographed tour books Mm -hmm. and same with 2003 both of those years so you got you know really some good premium items you had autograph opportunities you had a great photo op uh 2003 they did two photos so you know i've still got both of those so maybe it got to the part with kiss fans that give KISS fans enough time and they will take in a, take advantage of a situation and abuse living shit out of it. The number of people I've seen coming in with backpacks stuffed full of their fucking KISS shit um, is disrespectful to everyone else who's doing the VIP and to the band. That they just go around in circles hovering like fucking autographed vultures at the airport. And how much shit do you actually need to get signed? I know you're an autograph guy, Lonnie, that's perfectly fine. But you don't strike me as the sort of personality who will try and monopolize their time and disrespect. You know, Jonathan and I, when we went to the Gene vault, we knew the rules, two items. And we both talked and said, hey, what are the things we both got to get signed? Let's make sure we get those signed. If there's any extra time or opportunity, we'll get anything else from our stack. So we decided before we ever went through those doors that we were not going to be disrespectful douchebags with a ton of crap to get signed. Now, I've just called some people douchebags. I don't actually mean that. I just mean you do get away with exactly what you want to or can. That's just the way it goes. It's fair. However, the band takes a look at it and saying this is fucking everything up. Timelines, people are being what I just said, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and it's not fair to everyone.
2: No, I mean, you bring what they tell you to. And, you know, for me, I would all for me, I'd bring one extra thing if time allowed. If same thing you did, Julian, you know, OK, they say two things or whatever. OK, I got these two things. But if something happens and I can get this extra thing signed. Great. You don't walk in with your whole stack of vinyl from the seventies, well I gotta get this all signed. Which I saw people doing at the vault. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's why the rules I, changed I got, into those appearances.
3: Uh, at the vault I got five things signed. <laughs> but Ken, um, you're to blame
1: for this. No no no. Well <laughs> you were you were two. third I you were third in I line had, and you'd
3: already messed look me up. Look what you did. Third in line me, and you ruined it for everybody else. Technically I had two and then another two for, you know, my guests, right? That's if cool, you think of it that that's, way. Um, and then I had one extra because they had that um, at the front desk when you walked in. You can grab that eight by ten picture, which I already grabbed one off of the little table that was signed, pre-signed mm-hmm. by Gene. So I have two of those now signed. Um, yeah, I gave him the one I took off the desk. I said, "Can you sign that too?"
2: How much you stuff do you
3: can? So just five. <laughs> Whatever.
0: And, and and you just admitted you were taking stuff off the. <laughs> Off, off the desk Were you uh taking no, no. They off had the a, walls.
3: They had a, a sign-in desk at the vault. The first vault It had well, that stack, 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 like this of those eight x tens of jeans. You know that one. Yeah, that I, I remember.
0: I, have well, I had See, one. Right, <laughs> had one. See,
3: there, you go. Um, so, so five. I, I didn't go crazy or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know.
0: Yeah, you know, when I went to the meet-and-greet in like Navidone, I, I, I only legs. took two items to get signed. <laughs> That's somebody else, I don't know. So, it, it make, I mean, it makes sense, you know, that these events are taking way too long. I mean, how I think it was like a good couple of hours at least uh, for the meet-and-greet in Reno. Plus, there's all the, all the technical shit of setting up that acoustic stuff, which... From one place to the next, it, I mean, it's it costs money. It's coming off your bottom line. It's additional staff who need to know how to tune a guitar. Um, so I, I I totally get why that part's gone. It's also Gene. out everyone probably remembers a certain YouTube video from one of these meet and greets, the acoustic set where Paul's either talking or singing, and Gene saying, "Save your voice." Well. Gene may well have said, you, you're, "We're not doing any more of these," or Paul maybe said, "I can't do any more of these." Um, sure. You know, send send Tommy and Eric out. But I I, I think they're re, re, rethinking the whole meet and greet strategy. It's the industry standards have really come into into play. And again, Def Leppard is one of the big bands, so I think they're worth at least using as a direct comparison rather than I, I don't know, Guns N' Roses. Did they offer them Lonnie? No. Axel doesn't want to fucking meet anyone. He's not gonna do that.
1: No freaking way.
0: Sorry, he'll be here shortly. But it's four He's o'clock in the lucky.
2: morning. I mean let's you know let's just be thankful the shows start on time. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Much less let's get him there even earlier for meet and
0: greets. Come on. Who are you kidding? Good luck. <laughs> yeah and then there are bands that uh, they don't guarantee which members well, like Motley when they did them, like Tommy Lee wouldn't wouldn't do them. I mean, they, they'd fucking wheel Mick in on a trolley. <laughs> but Tommy can't be bothered. Come so, you know, there you go. I mean, it, it's more an interesting point for people out there who, you know, the Kiss Cruise is the ultimate meet and greet. Yeah, yeah. yeah if that's what you want, but now, but now you're not getting a photo either. That's true. So, or autographs. No. So do they walk around the boat? But if it's, it
2: keeps hey, but if it keeps selling out, why should they? Why do you have to do that? Why do we have to sweeten the? Why do we have to sweeten the pot if the Chris Cruise keeps selling out? Why do we? You know what I mean? I'll It'll stop. it. will right stop. Now. There it goes. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> phones recording. <laughs> <laughs> but why? Why do they have to keep? If if the Kiss Cruise is selling out, why do we have to sweeten the pot? If we can get away with not doing it and still sell out well then yeah. let's just do it and i you know and you know, let's be honest they are they're not getting any younger their genes approaching 70 years old to stand there in those boots to take those pictures in those boots and stand still everybody talks about well it you know a lot it's a lot harder on your leg sometimes just to stand in one spot than it is to move around and to stand still in those boots for however long to take those pictures and do that before you even get up on stage and then play for an hour and a half or a Two hours or however long you're playing mm-hmm. you know that takes a toll on your body especially when, when you're older so i understand why they're not doing it and i think that's a big reason why they didn't wear their boots on those pictures on, on the cruise last year people were complaining that they weren't wearing their boots for their meet and greet pictures i think it's hard on them. it's not it's not easy to stand there in your tennis shoes much less stand there in platform boots
0: okay and, but but this is kiss are you saying that kiss can't afford comfortable boots at this stage of this, curve. Well, maybe
2: maybe okay. Well, maybe they need to get some inserts uh, in. Nike there.
3: making them, you know? or
2: yeah, right. Put Doctor <laughs> Scholl's, put some Doctor Scholl's in there, and it'll be fine. Low but, but but you know, here when Gene came to St. Louis, he had he didn't wear cowboy boots. He had on like like Reebok sneakers on, and I've never seen Gene in Reebok sneakers before. It probably hurts his feet to stand up in boots all day. Here, you know, these are more comfortable. I'm going to wear these. How many old people? I mean, I'm not saying old, <laughs> but I mean, how many older people do you see walking around? They live, they have nice pants on, but they have tennis shoes on, because their feet
0: hurt. Gene's feet probably hurt. Yeah. Then he should really, you know, go all in and wear demon slippers.
3: He walks around everywhere with those in his boots, you know, his cowboy boots. Yeah, um, like tennis shoes Knicks on. It was, it
2: was like it was like throwing oh, for a loop. But like a he had like Reebok places. pumps on from
0: 1989. I, I mean, his were totally vintage as well. I mean, yeah, and they, they were like from Hot in the Shade tour. And then you see Paul and I found them in the found them in the Kissinger house. Yeah, exactly. No, you're not. You're not putting these up on the auction. The socks. I'm going to wear those. <laughs> these are still good. Socks are right next the, to them. the socks. You can have.
2: Right. Oh no, these are still good. We're not getting rid of these.
0: <laughs> Use them. <laughs> what was I going to say? Yeah. So. <laughs> all right. So we we mentioned it last week as well, I believe, you know, that the meet and greets, if they get rid of all these, you know, extra fluff parts, maybe they do have time to do a couple for Gene to do a couple of vault deliveries. And Paul has time to do some art deliveries, you know, during yeah. the tour. So whatever, you know,
3: Others, I mean, Tommy or Eric going to deliver
0: whatever they want. They can <laughs> coffee
3: Eric Singer watch the Eric Singer watch <laughs> the Eric Singer special edition watch. <laughs>
2: you know that's a good point. I mean, Tommy could sell guitars.
3: Gonna,
2: sure, you know, sure. and you know what? They're probably not going to play back to show, back their shows it's on back to back nights. They very rarely do anymore anyway. So they could do you know a Paul could do an art show while he's in town, or Arjun could do some kind of a vault um, special deal or whatever so and and then not do the meet and greets if you want to meet gene or you want to meet paul well this is the avenue that you have to do it
0: yeah i think my whole concern with this now is that it's all about add-ons so something like the kiss cruise what you're actually paying for is just to get on the boat and you get the the three shows everything else seems to be an add-on if it's uh you know the bass presentations, the acoustic sets. It's you got to buy something else uh, in order to get a lot of those other experience. And so,
3: says we don't work for free.
0: No, and I'm not. I'm not expecting them to. But <laughs> it, it seems that every by the end of the day when they're done, I think they will have monetized just every atom in their show experience. Whether it's, you know, selling the used pyro canisters, already selling the so-called microphones, stage plate instruments. Um, right. You know. drum heads. Set, You know, they should, do they sell the set list? Because that'd be a great one. You know, if you have oh, a, set, we'll you a set list with Gene's blood rule on it, I mean, that'd be. Uh, it should. Therefore, I've just fucked it up for everyone. There you go. $800 and you can have the, you know, a set list from the show. But, you know. Someone they, will buy it. Yeah, someone will, because it's one of those very cool things. I mean, the guy who got the cutting room Peter Chris set list, freaking hated him. I was going to (laughs) jump, stab him with a drumstick. Um, Wow. No. Jealous. (laughs) Completely jealous. But there you go. All right. Who's got another topic?
3: I don't know. I think the only other thing I had was uh, just that other poll. The other poll, which was... uh, and it doesn't matter actually because it's we banned everyone. It, it's kind of we already talked about it anyway. Having to do with uh, um, time for a new Star Child kind of thing. Oh, um, that that poll and we kind of kind of went over it anyway. Uh, though most of the people, seventy-four percent of the people on the board say yes to a new Star Child. Whoever that would be. Mom. And you know, I, know, I, I, think I did state on one of I don't know if it was that one or one, but I stated that if they replace and some people want a, a known singer from some band or who knows where <laughs> out there, I would want an unknown. If, if you're going to really do, if you were, if they were going to do it, I'd want a unknown person to kind of make it more mysterious i guess i mean these days though you can find out anything about anybody but i'd rather have an unknown therefore you have to dig up and and learn about this guy and and try to you know get to know the the background of that person versus some guy that we've seen already or we know has been in another band i i don't i don't like that going that route that's just me Oh,
0: i'm they could get jim gillette Nitro? Remember him?
3: Yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. No, it, would it work then, you know, talking about vocalists, for them to do something like Axel DC? Okay, Are you talking Rose, about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we Axl, talked about that last night. <laughs> you know, Axel Rose comes into ACDC to replace Brian Johnson, who goes out because of a medical issue, issue, um, like he couldn't hear, which is kind of important. Um, yeah. <laughs> and you bring in someone who who isn't an unknown you go the completely opposite route and you get someone who is very much known major
2: star um, major star power coming in
0: and what was the immediate effect of axel coming in well they started digging out some fucking hardcore deep songs from that catalog And I was not happy. I was like, this freaking sucks. It's wrong. Put it to bed, retire gracefully. And then I listened to a few shows. I'm like, holy shit, Axel's actually doing a very good job. Um, He sings closer to the Bon Scott kind of side of the vocals. Mm. And the songs that he's bringing into the set and having them do are reinvigorating what had become a rather stale band. Even with their you know, rock or bust album, which they were supporting at the time. So, is there anyone that you can think of off the top of your head of a similar sort of stature to that Axel has that could come in to kiss, to cover for the Star Child? And if anyone says anyone from Nickelback, that's it.
2: <laughs> They're off the show.
0: <laughs> um, I
2: have an idea, and, and, and it, it's not the star power of Axel Rose. Ted Nugent but it's not (laughs) Ted Nugent and it's someone who was disappointed he didn't get a tryout for ACDC and that's Sebastian Bach I think Sebastian Mm -hmm. Sebastian can really sing and I think Sebastian would I'm not saying Sebastian should replace Paul Stanley I'm not saying that but I think it would be interesting to see what Sebastian could do with some kiss songs. there's a version of Skid Row doing come on and love me and it's Awesome with Sebastian on lead. Um, if KISS if KISS, I mean again, we're living in a hypothetical world, and that's what KISS fans do when they talk about KISS, they talk about what-ifs and hypotheticals. If they were going to go down that road and say, you know what, um let's replace, let's just keep going, and we're gonna replace a singer like ACDC did with Axel. I think Sebastian would be a very intriguing choice. Now like Julian, I was not on I, as much as I love Axel, I was not on board with Axel singing with ACDC. But once I heard it, I'm like, this is freaking amazing. I love it. I wish they'd put out a live album from that tour or or do a new album with Axel singing. I think it'd be fantastic. I'm all for it at this point. But I think I think it'd be interesting. I'm not saying it would be great. I'm not saying Kiss could just keep going with Sebastian Bach on lead vocals, but I think he'd be an interesting choice, and he'd have enough star power and enough recognition that the rock community, at least, knows who he is. Um, Or you know, as Axel, like everyone knows who he is. But I think Sebastian Bach would—he could—I think he could pull it off. I think it'd be fine. But he—he doesn't play rhythm
3: guitar, does he? Who's going to play rhythm guitar?
2: Paul can still play rhythm
3: guitar. How about that? And just let, let Sebastian <laughs> take over the, the right. vocals. How
0: about that? There's, there's going to be a cat fight on five stage for
3: that band. microphone. <laughs> so we got a five-piece kiss. Uh, Five-man kiss.
0: Five-man theatrical band.
3: I don't know I, if I can think of somebody that... Uh, that's why I keep thinking of unknown. I don't know, I can't see a unknown. What
0: it's, it's easier to say pick an unknown because then you don't have to name them because they're unknown. Right.
3: <laughs> that's right.
0: It's a, a total there,
3: <laughs> You know what, there's a diamond in the rough out there, I swear, that they, they could find that's could. You what know, journey did? Live up to the vocals. I mean, yeah. Journey, yeah, we'll, we'll do a search on YouTube. We may find someone from uh, Argentina. <laughs> Or wherever that uh, can, that sings uh, Kiss songs that sound pretty good, you know, they sounds pretty good I, I don't know, it's, it's hard for me to to pick somebody
0: Alright, then, oh. then I will pick someone If I was Chip Magoo, I would have Mark Slaughter on Speed Dial um, You'd have who on Speed Dial? Mark Slaughter
3: Oh, yeah
0: um, Just because yeah. he's kind That's of a, awesome. a member of the extended family He Looks the part, um, no blonde lead singers allowed. I'm not a fan of Skid Row. I never have been. There are a few songs that I do really like. I'm not saying that Sebastian cannot sing. He's a fantastic singer. He's a, he's a screamer. Um, you know, Joe Elliott School, you know, Kevin De Debrow, Debrow, whatever you wanna, mm-hmm. that, kind of, that kind of singer. I would just rather have someone who's got a little bit more connection with Kiss coming in in that kind of be a bud and help us out, you know, front man kind of thing. And it would be the ultimate middle finger to the person who refuses to name Mark, uh, to give him any credit or due whatsoever. <laughs> Boy, would that eat him up on the inside? <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I, am I'm, I'm joking about that being the reason I, I just do prefer Mark as a singer and his kind of range And I know that's gonna not be very pleasing to some people, but you know, he's sung kiss songs before on stage, so only the one I think. All right, what do you think about all these things we've talked about? Do you think maybe we should have more beer while we do these episodes? I don't have anything to. Um, It would have also been nice if our fourth had been with us today. Uh, We are thinking of you, it's a challenging time and it's bullshit. uh, soldier on so thank you for listening chime in wherever you listen to this on youtube on facebook or on the new and improved guess faq message board which i still can't get rid of that goddamn blue border i'm just gonna have to live with it um i know it's new but i don't know not improved just
3: Uh,
0: having to ban so many people at the moment it's like you can't turn around without some (laughs) troll just, just ban the Ban, ban—it's like whack-a-mole. Whack, whack, They keep coming back. They, they keep, keep popping up. Yeah. <laughs> Technology. <laughs> criticize yeah, it all great. you want. There's no way around it other than shutting the message board off. And uh, I'm going to continue providing a forum for people to discuss things. If they can play nice, then they'll stay. If they don't play nice and start insulting people and other <laughs> other shows <laughs> and other websites and Gene and Paul no. nastily, then you'll get shown the door. But If you're able to abide by the rules, come on over and join the discussion. Just don't assume that you know what's going on. All right, so for now, from Lonnie, from Ken, and myself, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Priceless, Ken. That's priceless. Mark, for you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for spending time listening to the Kiss FAQ podcast today. All sales are final, there are no refunds.